good afternoon friends um this is from family again this afternoon and um i i welcome you to the verses of honor foundations podca- um, podcast and um, i pray that today again god answers your prayer and he speaks directly the words that are required for your life in season in jesus name and i pray that as you listen to us that you are blessed you are lifted you're strengthened and you're encouraged in jesus name and i pray that um, today you receive strength you receive strength in every area of your life that you're weak you receive strength in your life you receive strength in jesus name i pray that to that person that is heartbroken i pray that there is strength for you in the name of jesus for in jesus name i pray amen praise god Okay, so before I start, I think it is worthy of note to say that um, I am inviting you officially, if you are not a member of the Vessels of Honor Foundation, to the Vessels of Honor Foundation. When school resumes in the University of Ipadon, we meet at um, UI Hotel Mini Hall, 5 o'clock p.m. every Sunday, and on Wednesdays, we meet by 6.30 p.m. in the evening, 5 o'clock p.m. 6 30 p.m yeah so that's when we do our, our services so i'm inviting you officially that you should come around and experience god and love with us um i trust that if you join us today your life will receive um a miraculous transformation towards the light of god in jesus name amen praise god okay so before i start today's podcast what i'm talking about today is the holy spirit and speaking in tongues but before I start, um, I would like to talk um, talk a bit concerning the occurrences in Nigeria right now and um, give my voice to um, what is happening around us because it is expedient that we do so. Um, we, we've, been having, we've been having lots of online debates concerning NSAS um, movement. Um, I give my voice to every family that um, has been hurt to every family that has been affected, I give my uh, my my condolences to, to you. I pray that God strengthen them in Jesus' name. I pray that the strength that we all need, the strength that we all need in a time like this comes to us in Jesus' name. You see, it is important that we condemn this act. I mean, SARS has been has been dividing um, people of this country for so long, and it's it's pathetic that we have a government that is not really saying much about it and. I think that's right. It's expedient that in our little space we rise up and talk concerning this and give our voice against it because it has to stop. It has to stop. We can't keep losing our young ones because of some t- trigger friends, um, trigger happy policemen. It's, it's wrong and it should not be. It should not be. So I'm, I'm giving my voice to that and um, I hope that we all have the Nigeria of our dream very soon. By the way, we are praying for Nigeria praying for nigeria which is why it's important that next election you all go out there and vote vote for someone you know can represent your interests effectively vote for someone you know has enough energy to rule nigeria nigeria is a big space so we need people that has enough energy for this country not someone that will be sleeping in government house um that's my little advice for nigeria so straight up to what we want to talk about today um today i want to talk about the Holy Spirit and the speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. 
and this is a very important message because um, we know that what seal up what seal up a believer the seal that a believer has is the holy spirit the seal that a believer has is the holy spirit the holy spirit is very important is very very important in the life of a believer the holy spirit as a matter of fact is what makes you a christian the holy spirit is the person sorry for, sorry for using the word words is who makes you a christian the holy spirit is the seal of your faith in god the book of ephesians chapter 1 verse 14 says that which is the holy spirit is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory The Holy Spirit is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. That means um, if there's something called the collateral of our inheritance, you know, you all know that we have inheritance in Christ Jesus, we have inheritance in God, we have inherited some glory and some space in the kingdom of God, we have inherited the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, we are the kingdom of God, we carry the kingdom of God everywhere we go. The Holy Spirit is the seal, is the co- is the it's that is the license we have that is the um, document the legal contract document we have for our inheritance in the kingdom of god the holy spirit and and um that's why it is important that we t- discuss so then what what is the place of the holy spirit in the life of a believer what is the essence of the holy spirit you know um we all know that the foundation of our salvation is the sacrifice of christ we know that the foundation um the reason you and i can profess our faith in god is because god came in the um in the in the form of flesh in the form of jesus christ to die for our sin and it is in that profession that jesus christ died for me that we become believers that we become christians so when jesus christ was living this world in john chapter 14 verse 16 he says that i will not leave you comfortless i will send the holy spirit unto you who shall comfort you so what is the essence of this holy spirit that jesus himself is sending why do we have the holy spirit and what is the place of the spirit um is the whole essence of the holy spirit speaking in tongues because that seems to be like um the faculty where we have reduced the holy spirit to in our period um um, before you know what is happening you see someone um challenging someone else that okay so you if you have the holy spirit you speak in tongues speaking tongues uh, uh equates to having the holy spirit yeah but that is wrong really like uh, well that is right that is half true but you know half true is wrong so that's not the whole truth the whole truth is that the holy spirit the essence of the holy spirit is bigger than speaking in tongues there are so many um important things you need to know about the holy spirit the holy spirit was the one that works in the men of the hold that they were able to do the things they were able to do the holy spirit was at work in the life of david and that's why he could um do as much has accomplished as much as he accomplished the holy spirit as it as a point was working with saul even saul and the bible recorded that when the spirit left him so he started um he started running mad do you understand so the spirit of god that was with him was responsible for his comportment and his skills of leadership the holy spirit so you see the holy spirit coming upon people like samson and they have the strength of like a thousand people you, are, you see them um confronting a thousand people and they are killing them that is the work of the holy spirit you see the holy spirit working the lives of people like joshua um and blah blah so the holy spirit has always been at work and there are diverse ways 
that the Holy Spirit can work. So we see that all through, we see that play out all through the whole testament continuously. You see that playing out continuously. You see different forms in which the Holy Spirit can present itself. And even the first part, okay, well, that's not really the first part, but at least the most obvious part that God promised that He will send the Spirit to us in the whole testament. That is in Joy chapter 2, verse 28. And um, let us read it. You see that the Holy Spirit is meant to have different forms and different characteristics in different group of people. Joy chapter 2, verse 28. Okay, it says that, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So listen to this: prophesying is one of the is one of the um, prophesying is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Okay, it's one of the results you see in a man that carries the Holy Spirit. It says, your young your sons and daughters shall prophesy. And um, next, it says. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. So you are seeing the same Holy Spirit um, working, rotting out the works of prophesying in some group of people, rotting out the works of dreaming dreams in some group of people, rotting out the works of vision in some group of people. And you see all through the Old Testament again, you see the Holy Spirit, um, the Spirit that is with someone and the person is so powerful that it can win a nation, the Spirit that is with this person that it can do this and that. So the Holy Spirit has always been, has always been there. The Holy Spirit has always been there. It has always been interacting with humanity. The Holy Spirit has been interacting with um, with us right from the whole and even till now. Even till now. The Holy Spirit itself was, was Jesus all through his ministry. So we know that. So that is important. So it's important first off to start on that note. That the essence of the Holy Spirit is not just, it's not just speaking in tongues. That is not just the work of the Holy Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit is actually a lot and it is big. It is bigger and big and big and bigger than what we all think so now according to apostle paul why what is the holy spirit like what is the place of the holy spirit in believers and i want us to pay attention to this because it is something we all have to know we all actually have to know this um open with me to the book of ephesians chapter 2 verse 11 to 22 it's going to be a long read i'll read it steadily explain as i read and um i hope you get it as i do all right ephesians chapter 2 verses 11 to 22 um yeah there i hope you're there too ephesians chapter 2 verses 11 to 22 says that wherefore remember that ye being in time past gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands says that now listen to this say wherefore remember that he that they were in time past gentiles in the flesh and they were called on circumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh but made by hands right so talking about gentiles and called filthy called rags called ungodly by the jews who were circumcised right and verse 12 says that that at that time you were without christ being alien from the commonwealth of israel so that was a time when um the favorites of god were jews were israelites the favorites of god on earth before christ were israelites so that's exactly what apostle paul is saying here that at that time that they were alien from the commonwealth of israel and strangers from the covenant of promise they have no hope and without god in the world now pay attention to this because i mean that's a strata that we have to break it says they were strangers to the covenant of promise 
so that means whatsoever covenants you and i can enjoy in christ today as far as um those people in the periods of the israelites were concerned they were strangers to it the covenants of god did not include them as at that point time in, uh, point in time but now it includes us don't forget that this person says in that exact verse 12 that at that time you were without christ so the reason why it can extend to us is because we are now what in christ so being in christ we are now partaker of that covenant of promise okay but now how did we partake in that covenant of promise that's what we want to unravel today um you see verse 13 saying but now in christ jesus you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of jesus so this person is saying the blood of jesus has redeemed us the blood of jesus has united us jews israelites and non and, and gentiles to the commonwealth of israel the same covenant of promise that um we all were not particular of with israelites earlier and in verse 14 for he is our peace who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us having abolished in his flesh the enmity even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man so making peace now listen to this the laws of commandments in the flesh before jesus christ came what there was partition between men there was segregation we can see there was um majestic spiritual segregation there were they who god favor israelites and there were they who god did not favor non-israelites but apostle paul is making us understand here that but now in christ jesus we that were sometimes far off have been made nigher by the blood of jesus he said for he is our peace we have made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us so now both israelites and non-israelites are now the same have been gathered together in jesus christ so verse 15 says having abolished in his flesh the enmity even even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of train one new man so making peace verse 16 and that he might reconcile both unto god in one body by the cross having slain the enmity thereby so the mission of christ exactly was that he can reconcile both believers and uh, both gentiles and israelites in one body so he wants to reconcile everybody in uh, um, the two groups in one body in god that is verse 16 verse 17 says and came and preached peace to you which were far off and to them that were nigh for through him we both have access by one spirit unto the father now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of god and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets jesus christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together grow unto an holy temple in the lord in jesus christ all the buildings has been fitly fit fitted fittedly fitly framed together that means the body that was that were horns not found in god and the body that was once favored by god has all been fitted together and have been framed together to grow onto an holy temple in the lord and verse 22 this is exactly where i'm going it says in whom ye also are builded together um together for an habitation of god through the spirit now listen to this it says we have been built together for an habitation of god 
through the Spirit. You see, the essence of the Holy Spirit in life of believers is to gather us together, as many as numerous as we are, about two billion unbelievers right now in the world, to gather us together in one body. To have the same accord. I can remember saying this before in church that the Holy Spirit is in me, the Holy Spirit is in you, the Holy Spirit is in every one of us, working out different form of works, but towards the same goal. So I, I might be the head of the body, for example. I might be the okay, yeah, the head of the body, for example. Someone else can be the ham, someone else can be the leg. We are all the Holy Spirit is the same, um, is the blood that is that flows through all of us that put us in our place and make us effective in our sphere. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gathers believers together in God towards a single purpose of God, towards that single direction, singular purpose, singular mind, singular heart of God. So when then, when then do believers get the Holy Spirit? When do believers um, receive the Holy Spirit? Because there is also another misconception. I think I was even still watching a particular message today about someone, a pastor, a renowned pastor, saying that um, well, after you have accepted Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, and um, there is a need for baptism, and it is at that baptism that they lay hands on you, and you then get the Holy Spirit. That is wrong. <laughs> that is very wrong. So when do people get the Holy Spirit? You get the Holy Spirit when you believe in jesus when you believe in the sacrifice of jesus that jesus christ has come to um, die for your sins that is when you receive the holy spirit the bible says in matthew that um go ye therefore and preach the gospel baptizing and um, baptizing every nation everyone um with the name of the father son and the holy spirit and um you see in the book of ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 this is actually very um Somehow on the spirit one, it's the strongest this thing you can almost the strongest verse you can use to claim this. It says, In whom you also trusted, after that ye had the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. He said, You trust in God after you heard the gospel, right? You trust in Jesus after you heard the gospel. So it says, In whom also, after that you believed. So after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Um, so that's clear there that once a man believes, there will be a sealing of his inheritance. That is what the next verse says. The next verse says that, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. So there's been a purchased possession. Jesus Christ has purchased possessions for us. But the Holy Spirit is like our ticket. More like you go to a party and they, they give you a ticket that this ticket is what you used to eat. So the Holy Spirit is our ticket to the possessions that Jesus Christ has purchased for us. So the Holy Spirit, so it was given unto us when we when we believed. And that's very important and very clear there. So you see in the book of John chapter 3, when Nicodemus came to Jesus, it says there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou hast a teacher come from God, for a man can do, for no man can do these miracles that thou dost, except God be with him. And look at what Jesus Christ said. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now look at this. 
Jesus is talking about being born again here as the criteria for seeing the kingdom of God. So this man asked, because it's confusing, right? So the man is asking Jesus a question. He says, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Then Jesus answered in verse 5, that verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus, essentially here, is not talking about something else entirely. He's still referring to the same thing he talks about in verse 3. Verse 3 says that, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Being born again, as a matter of fact, is the same as being born of water and of the Spirit. And in verse 6, Jesus said, that which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. See, it is easy. It is straightforward. When a man is born again, he is born of the Spirit. All things are passed away. All things have become new. And what makes all things passed away and all things become new? What changed his creation? The Bible says he's a new creation. What made him a new creation is that there's a nature in him that has made him dead in Christ before. So that nature has been killed, the nature of sin, and he has now received a new nature via the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God in him is now the nature, is the new nature that the man goes on to proclaim. And it is that simple. That is the point where a man receives the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God comes to um, enters you the moment you proclaim Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So, the second part of my sermon today, talking about Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. Okay? So, we see that the first time that the um, believers, the first time that believers um, speak in tongue was in Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. But there's something I want you to pay attention to there. Is that really the first time that they received the Holy Ghost? So, we are going to check that out. Now, when did they receive the Holy Ghost? So, is it that every time they, um, any man receives the Holy Ghost, he must speak in tongues? That is one thing. As a matter of fact, that is like the whole essence of this sermon, of this particular message today. That when a man receives the Holy Spirit, is it compulsory that at that point, where he's standing there, he speaks in tongues? Or when you see someone that does not speak in tongues, does that mean that he does not have the Holy Spirit? Okay? And so let's go through that. We see in the book of John chapter 20 verse 22, I'm, I'm going to read this for you, John chapter 20 verse 22, saying that, And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. So, Jesus Christ has given them the Holy Ghost even before the day of Pentecost. So, what happened on the day of Pentecost was that they were filled, the Bible says they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Some other versions say they were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. So there was a filling with the power of the Holy Ghost and that brings out speaking in tongues in them. See, and that is what happens again over and over again whenever we meet in services and you see a feeling, like you experience a feeling of the power of the Holy Ghost so much so that you speak in tongues, um, some people fall under the anointing and blah blah. So we see that again and again that um, you see that clearly in the book of John chapter 20 verse 22 that Jesus Christ has breathed on them and prayed for them and, um, and, and given unto them the Holy Ghost and the book of Acts. So we see the power of the Holy Ghost manifesting. So the point is you can, um, not speaking in tongues is a, a manifestation of the Holy Spirit, but speaking in tongues is not the holy manifestation. Of the Holy Spirit, it's not the holy manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And speaking in tongues, by the way, is important. Speaking in tongues is very important for believers. Speaking in tongues is um, 
the Bible says in the book of First Corinthians, that's First Corinthians chapter fourteen. Um, Apostle Paul says that I'll pray in the spirit. I'll pray. I'll pray in my understanding. I'll pray in the spirit. I'll pray in my understanding also. You pray continuously in in in, in the spirit. The Bible says in Jude chapter twenty that therefore, brethren, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost builds you up on your most holy faith. That means if you want to um if you want to amass any faith power, if you want to amass any faith power, any faith energy, you pray in the Holy Ghost. Speaking in tongues is where you generate energy as a believer. So it is important as Christians that you pray in tongues. It is important that you pray in tongues. And something struck me recently when I was studying prayer. You see, one thing about prayer is that. You know, the Bible says, Jesus Christ said that Jesus, God can hear her thoughts. That um, when he was teaching about not repeating, not repeating our request, that God can has already had our thoughts. So, that makes something clear there, that God can actually hear our thoughts. So, why do we now need to keep saying it again and again? Because the same Jesus Christ preached persistent by talking about um, the, the, the story of that man, the unjust woman, the unjust judge, yeah? That the woman was knocking on on his gate continuously, and Jesus was using that to teach that men ought to pray and not faint. Teach that we should persist in prayer. So why is the same Jesus talking here that um, um, God can hear our thoughts that we should not repeat our prayer? And here is the point. You see, the reason you repeat your prayer is so that you yourself can hear it. The reason you um, you speak it out again and again, the reason you pray, as a matter of fact, is for your own purpose. And that is exactly what Apostle Paul is also saying in Jude chapter, 20, chapter 1 verse 20. That build up yourself, not God. You are not building God up. You build yourself up on your most holy faith. Yourself up on your most holy faith. Um, that you build yourself up, you build up your faith, you build up the energy of your faith by praying in tongues in the Holy Ghost and that is it is very important and in a time like this it is important that we pray that we pray without ceasing um is that first Thessalonians 5 16 or so uh, 17 that you pray without ceasing pray you pray continuously you pray the Bible Jesus Christ said men ought to pray and not to cease this is the time for prayer this is the time for prayer this is the time for prayer like i said um in the post i put up the, in this morning the harvest is now the harvest is now and it is they that have the capacity for harvest it is they that have the capacity for plowing that can that can um that can that can marry in this so this is the time for harvest this is the time for work this is the time for work and you need capacity you need to build capacity up you need to build up yourself on your most holy faith and you do that by praying you need to build up yourself you need to build up yourself you need to build up, build up yourself and you need to pray the bible says that um the holy spirit helps our infirmity do you understand it helps our infirmity the words that we cannot utter it the holy spirit utters it for us he utters our words for us he speaks what we cannot, what we do not understand. He prays for us. He prays with us. He mourns for us. Do you understand? So the Holy Spirit, that's why you speak in tongues. You speak in tongues, you move the Spirit. Papa Egan says that sometimes the Spirit does not move me. He says, I move the Spirit. You see, every believer should come to that stage. You move the Spirit yourself. You pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray continuously. Never stop praying. Never stop praying. And I pray that all your prayers will be answered in Jesus' name. And I hope I have blessed you again today. Um, tune in again next week as we um, fellowship together and um, share the word of God and hear the word of God together.
hopefully school might have resumed and uh, well i'm praying that school have resumed anyway but if school have not resumed please tune in again to our podcast and god is going to bless you in jesus name amen i don't want to exceed 30 minutes thank you so much for tuning in bye bye